Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 234 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Why dealing with your negative feelings is the key to changing your thinking. Like I've always said, the only problem we have really, and not just me, this is many spiritual teachings, this is one of the core ideas, whether it's Buddhism, A Course in Miracles, just general kind of ideas, is the idea that our only problem is in our mind. Our problems are not in the outside world. It's not in our life circumstances or general collective happenings of politics and world events. It's our interpretation of all of those things. And that's a good thing because we can change our mind. We can decide, you know, like I've said, we have, you know, the core of this work is really we have a choice between two thought systems that will inform our emotions, will inform Basically, everything we do, say, think, how we relate to other people, our decisions, everything basically forms the core of our experience. You know, it's ego, egoic, human thought system or spirit thought system. And changing that thought system, changing our thinking, you know, we, when we've been abiding by ego thought system for most of our life, even though it's very painful and we, this changing, moving away from it would seem like a very welcome prospect and something we would enthusiastically embrace as a lot of us have seen. It's not really the case. We're very almost addicted to that thinking and the pain it causes. Uh, we're very invested in, in being right, that egoic part of us. So even though we're believing things that are very painful, uh, we still want to be right about what we're thinking. We don't want to be told what we're thinking is wrong. There's a certain comfort in thinking that way. There's a certain sort of self-loathing we have at the base. We want to punish ourselves by thinking these things that cause us pain and then cause us all these problems in our life. But so, yeah, so actually changing that thinking, while it would seem like a no-brainer, it's actually a bit of a process, as a lot of you have probably seen. And there's lots of different things that we can do to help us make that transition to where we're not just intellectually appreciating these various spiritual teachings, again, whether it's a very specific thought system like Buddhism or something, or, you know, just more general personal growth, spirituality sort of ideas, to actually feeling like we really think that way. Those ideas are our own in that, like, we truly believe these things, that spirit thought system, that becomes the predominant filter through which we're viewing our life experience and we're viewing the world, we're viewing other people, we're viewing ourselves. Because, you know, the point of all of this work we're doing, it's not to just learn. Like anything we're learning, whether it's spiritual teachings and personal growth, sort of personal development sort of information, or we're learning to a specific about a specific skill or how to accomplish something, you know, we're, everything we're learning is pretty much, we have a purpose in learning it. We want to practically apply this information. We're not just gathering this information just to know it. Like if you're trying to teach yourself how to repair your dishwasher and you're reading about that, you're not reading about that just to learn how to, like what, what the steps would be and like, you know, how to know I know how to do that. You're doing it because you want to apply that knowledge practically and fix the dishwasher, right? So when it comes to spiritual teaching and all this sort of stuff that we're learning about, you know, we have to remember, and it's easy to forget and re not realize we're doing this. This is not just some intellectual exercise where we're just like learning because this knowledge in particular, when not practically applied, it's basically useless because the whole reason we're learning these things is because we're not feeling good. We're not liking things in our life. We want to, 
we want things to be different. We want ourselves to be different. And we're being presented with a thought system, with interpretations of the world, with these points of view that would allow us to change our lives and change ourselves in ways that we would think would be leave us better off in some way. So, and it's easy to fall into that trap of just gathering this knowledge and, and not doing anything with it. And, we're, and when we're not practically applying this these ideas, you know, our life doesn't change, not much changes because... Again, we're not really doing anything with the information. So we have to uh, embrace the opportunities we get to to build some momentum behind these ideas and practice thinking in this way. And, you know, what I've seen in my own life is, you know, the greatest opportunity to change our thinking is exploring our negative feelings and engaging in our negative feelings because, when we don't engage with our feelings and we just shut it down, we go into denial mode, we pretend that, you know, everything's fine and we're good and we're just, again, intellectually working through whatever. I'm like, yeah, I, I well, spiritual teaching would tell me I'm not supposed to think this way, so I'm just going to try to not think this way. And then like, that's it. And then, but we still do think that way and we're still thinking certain things very frequently and we're still feeling the feelings that these thoughts create a lot. And there's, again, there's a lot of momentum there and we're used to thinking in that way. And we have some deep grooves in that egoic thought system. So why, so when we choose to engage with our feelings, that's one of the greatest opportunities to change our thinking because when we're when we engage with our negative feelings and we decide to explore the thinking that's causing them, because remember your feelings just aren't coming out of nowhere. Your feelings aren't coming from your circumstances. Again, there's an interpretation of your circumstances. There's a story there. There's a narrative that's informing your emotional responses to what's happening in your life and in the world at large and our collective experience and all the whatever's happening external to us and how we feel about it. Those feelings, there's a filter in place and that filter is determining how we are responding emotionally, our interpretation. And if we're an egoic human mind thinking, as anyone knows, there's nothing positive in that thought system. It's always negative without fail. There's never anything good there ever. Spirit thought system, always good, never bad, right? So again, it would seem like a no-brainer to transition to spirit thought system. But the reason why that's one of the best opportunities to change our thinking is if we engage with our feelings, that means we're going to think about why am I feeling this way? And when we allow ourselves to explore the feelings, we allow ourselves to get some practice embracing the perspectives that would help us change those feelings. We get practice thinking in a certain way. Because again, we need we need some kind of practice in that sense. It's like exercising. You need to like, you know, exercise the muscle so it gets stronger. And and you know, it's like the, it's like an, a mental it's like mental spiritual emotional exercise if you want to think about it. Because when we shut down our negative feelings, and when we shut down the exploration of the beliefs causing those feelings. We shut down the exploration of the perspectives that would challenge those errors in our thinking and heal the pain that those errors in our thinking, those erroneous thoughts are causing. We can't more deeply internalize all these different ideas that we're learning about if we don't give ourselves the chance to actually apply them. And when we're engaging with our negative feelings and we're being honest about the thinking that's creating them, that's the best opportunity to do that because it's like spirits like, okay, you're feeling this way. You're feeling this anger or fear or resentment or feeling victimized or feeling whatever uh, because you're thinking your interpretation of this person or this circumstance or this thing you saw in the news or whatever 
is XYZ, whatever it is you're thinking. And spirit's like, yeah, um, I would have to disagree. This is what I would say about this. And then you get, and in those moments, you get the opportunity to think about, okay, yeah, what would the spirit worldview be? What would spirit thought system, spirit mind, God, again, spirit, God, mind, universe, whatever word you prefer, just insert it. I like spirit. It's like, oh, okay, that's what that thought system, that thought system would interpret this circumstance, would view this person in this other way. I would prefer to think in that frame of mind. I would prefer to think and join with spirit mind because that point of view feels a lot better. And that point of view, I wouldn't have to be angry. I wouldn't feel like a victim. I wouldn't be scared. I wouldn't have this anxiety. I wouldn't have this frustration. I wouldn't have this resentment. I wouldn't feel hopeless that my circumstance can't change. I wouldn't feel like the world is against me. I wouldn't feel like I'm a terrible person or whatever it is. Oh, okay. And, and in that moment, like I said, if this work boils down to conscious choice, basically between two thought systems and we think, okay, I'm going to think with one or the other. In those moments, we get a, we get the opportunity to make that choice. We get, we can choose to choose. So that's why engaging with your negative feelings and being honest about your thinking and what's causing them and really going within your mind, that's why it's one of the best opportunities to change your thinking because it actually gives you an opportunity to change your thinking. It gives you an opportunity to see what you're thinking now and to consciously decide, do I want to keep thinking that way? Do I want to keep in looking at everything through this uh, egoic mind filter that, again, is just pure shit? It, nothing's good there. An ego mind you're a victim. It's everyone else's fault. Nothing's fair. Everything's random, meaningless chaos. Uh, nothing ever works out good. Uh, you know, there's all these different thoughts. You know, you're screwed at this and you, you everything, your power lies outside of you. Other people have power, all these different things. And it's like, none of it will ever feel good. And if your feelings are determined by your thinking, and you're feeling badly, you know you're an ego mind human thought system because you can't, you won't, you would, you spirit thought system thoughts will never ever feel badly. So every time you're feeling badly, there's an opportunity there to be like, well, if I'm feeling this way, it means I'm thinking, I'm thinking in a way that's making me feel these feelings. And if I'm feeling badly, I'm an egoic human thinking mind, that I'm an ego mind thinking. Yeah, nothing good is there. So again, we have an opportunity. So that's why engaging with your negative feelings is probably the greatest opportunity you have to change your thinking. Because a lot of people, right, what we struggle with is we learn all these things and then we like kind of lament that we can't seem to change and we can't seem to, to change our thinking. We can't seem to get out of these ruts and these negative thoughts and, you know, all of this self-destructive, self-sabotaging behavior that gets set off by this way of thinking, and then all, and then everything's like, I'm not changing. My life isn't changing. And people get frustrated and they feel like they're doing something wrong. And because we wrongly think this is some kind of action-based process, there's some kind of skill to it or something that you can do it good or bad, or there's a way to do it that's more efficient or better than another. No, you can't do anything wrong here because it's not an action-based process. This work is totally of the mind. It's totally nothing more than conscious choice. And if we're not giving ourselves the chance to make that choice and build momentum behind choosing the other thought system, we're not, you know, this is what we're going to continue to experience because we're not giving ourselves a chance to think with the spirit mind and think in that, that way, think in that filter. And again, when we're willing to engage with our negative feelings, feel the feelings, 
acknowledge what's making us feel the way we're feeling, what we're thinking, what we're believing, what how we're interpreting an event, whether it's a past event or a present event, or something in the future, worrying about something in the future that hasn't happened yet, whatever, wherever in time this event falls, or, and whatever you're thinking, that's why it's one of the best opportunities, because then you have a chance to make that choice and decide, okay, I'm thinking this way, but I'd rather be thinking that way. And when we don't engage the feelings, when we're not admitting to what's what's going on in our mind, what we're thinking and, and what's happening there, we, you know, when we shut all that down, we shut down the exploration of the perspectives that would challenge that thinking and that would help us feel better and give us a chance to build momentum behind those ideas. Because again, remember, you're not doing all this thing. You're not reading all these books or going to seminars and retreats and listening to a podcast like this and reading books or whatever it is you're doing. Remember, the point of all that is not just to gain knowledge and play around with these ideas intellectually and just be like, well, I know all these things now. Like any other type of knowledge, you're learning it because ideally you're looking to, at some point at least, practically apply it in some way. And the practical application of spiritual teaching, it's not really an action-based process so much. Yeah, you, it'll influence your actions and you'll do certain things maybe. But essentially, it's to change our thinking. It's to change what's happening within our mind. And no action can make us change within our mind. We can only change what's in our mind if we choose to change it. And we choose in favor of the spirit mind, spirit thought system, rather than egoic human thought system that, again, is... No, there's nothing good there. There's nothing worth holding on to in, in that world. Giving up that way of thinking, you know, our mind, we see it as some huge sacrifice. And the idea of sac and, sac and thinking sacrifice, sacrifice implies we're giving up something of value. Then we have to go without something of value to, to move in another direction or to, to achieve some sort of goal. You are not sacrifice. You're giving up something, but you're not sacrificing anything. The only thing you're sacrificing would be sacrificing is nothing. Again, there's no true sacrifice because sacrifice implies it's something of value that could potentially be worth holding on to, but you have to give it up in favor of, of achieving some goal or walking some other path. Giving up your anxiety and anger and fear and self-hatred and resentments and grievances, there's there's nothing of value there. That's when you stop trying to think with that mind so much. I know it seems scary. So there's this idea that you're giving up something, but, or you're giving up some kind of some aspect of your identity. And in a way you are, and that can feel scary, but we don't want to be that identity. We don't want to identify so much with that part of our mind and, and it's thinking. So you're not, you're, so whenever you feel like that part of you is telling you there's some great sacrifice in traveling this other path, no, because sacrifice implies you're giving up something of value and you're not. But yeah, so, you know, and I'm all about feeling the feelings because again, from an LOA manifesting type perspective, when people are looking to do this inner work in hopes it will positively influence their outer experience and acquire things they don't have now, like I've always said, energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings. And anything you do to improve your emotional state will benefit your external world in some way because you're thinking, what you're feeling is, if, if that's level of cause, you know, we have energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings and what's happening in the mind, which creates the, if we're seen as like that mind, the what's happening in the mind, the emotional world, that invisible inner world, if that if that's seen as level of cause, 
then all of that positive change that comes from dealing with your feelings, it has no choice but to uh, dramatically impact your external world. I've come to find that this deep inner work, it's almost like if you want to think of it, it's almost like a more advanced level of manifestation because you're making such dramatic changes in your emotional state that it will very much impact your capable your recept your receptivity to whatever is in the world like you're trying to attract into your experience and it's like it's like really truly effortless and things just work out in a way that and this is just my own personal experience that they never could when I was just trying to change my life in more surface ways by being very focused on just trying to attract what I didn't have and trying to work on my energy in very specific ways that I thought would be beneficial to changing those specific areas of my life when I just went more general into the general emotional healing, because I saw that's what I only really, that's what I really wanted anyway. And I saw that that more surface level work wasn't getting me the emotional benefit because that surface level work did manage to change my circumstances in some way. There's power in that more kind of rudimentary application of these concepts of manifestation and conscious creation or whatever. But if the outside truly can't make us happy, then even though my life, I had lots of great things happening in my life, there was still a part of me that was like, yeah, I don't really feel a lot better. I'm manifesting more money, but I don't feel any more abundant. I don't feel any more secure around money, like for example. And I realized that the what was causing my money fears wasn't what actually what amount of money I had. There was these deeper things of like this, these deeper fears and this deeper sense of feeling unsafe or not supported so if that really had nothing to do with money, then yeah, naturally when I started manifesting more money, my vibe, like I didn't feel any better about money. I still worried about money just as much. So, you know, I had certain experiences that kind of pointed me in this direction of this more general internal focus, but guess what? Because I was working on level of cause, I was working on my inner world, my life still changed. You know, this more, this focus more on just internal, just what's happening in your mind in general and just trying to feel better in general just for the sake of it, not making your emotional work a means to an end to just think, well, I have to feel better to get what I want. That's what all these LOA teachings tell me. Your life will still change. And again, it's it's much easier. It's It's like truly effortless. Like things happen in ways that, to me, it's almost like what I've seen in my own life is the more... It's almost like the deeper you go, the less you have to compensate with action. It's almost like when you make more surface changes in your energy, you still have to, it seems like we have to take more action still to like make things happen because it's like we have to find a way to compensate for the ways that we're still like pretty misaligned with what we want. I don't know if what I'm saying is like making sense really or the way I'm wording it, but it's like, so it's like the deeper because we have to like compensate for like that part of us that's still not really aligned and we're aligned on a more surface way maybe, but then like we still have to like do stuff. So basically my point is the deeper I went, it seemed like the less I really had to do, which action is never the level of cause anyway. But when you do deeper work and stuff really starts happening without you doing anything, you really start to understand that it's really not the action, right? It, it's the energy. But anyway, I'm, I'm really kind of went off on a tangent there but basically my whole general my point is again from an LOA type perspective if that's your main concern everything I'm telling you will get you what you quote unquote want because everything I'm telling you is designed to help you feel better and again if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings then this deep work and like I said 
it's almost like a more advanced level of manifesting when you're not when you're not actually focused on manifestation specifically, but you're just focused on what you actually want, which is to just feel better. And when you do this sort of inner work, all of the things you want, when they come, because there's no reason for them really not to come. There's no reason for them not to happen when they do the money or you get your finally get your relationship or you lose the weight or whatever it is. It's like you'll enjoy these things a lot more because you're already feeling okay. Because when we look to the outside to fill all these voids within us and, and heal these emotional wounds and thinking, well, if I get this, this will be better. It's because those things can't accomplish that. Like you don't enjoy the things as much because you still don't feel good. Any number one, because you're still not, you're not going to feel better like you thought you would. So then it's like, feels like a big bust and it feels like disappointing. And you're like, Oh, this isn't really what I thought it would be. And, and then like relationships, for example, when you think a relationship's going to heal all your wounds and your abandonment issues with your dad or whatever, and you're putting all this shit on another person, you're probably not going to enjoy that relationship as much. The type of relationship you attract from that space would probably be very different than the type of relationship you would attract from a space of working on all your crap, dealing with your stuff with your dad or with your ex-husband or your boyfriend in college that really screwed you over somehow, or your self-esteem issues and all of these bad, you know, all of your stuff. You deal with all of that and you're feeling good about yourself. You're not feeling like you need anything outside of you. You're not looking for a, a man or a woman to complete your life or, or make anything better for you. And you're just like loving yourself. You're in that good vibe. The type of relationship you attract from that space, the type of people you attract when you're in that energy, that'll be a much better relationship. Trust me. And again, and like I've always said, if there's a part of us that we do value these external things so much, don't we want to do whatever we can to get the most enjoyment out of them that we can? If again, if there's a part of us that's always going to believe that we value these things and we think they're important to have a happy life or a good life. So it makes sense even from that perspective. It's like, yeah, you know what? I would like, you know, if I think money is so important, I would like to be in a frame of mind where I'd actually enjoy my money and enjoy spending it and have fun with it rather than be in a frame of mind where even though I get a lot of money, I'm still terrified of going broke and I don't enjoy the money because I'm afraid to spend it because I if I don't make more. It's like, oh yeah, like I would rather be in that vibe around money or I'd rather be in the vibe, that vibe around a relationship where I'm not looking for this person to um, make me feel better and, and heal all my wounds from past relationships or whatever. So, you know, so this inner work, it's everything you want. This, it's like I said, like everything I talk about, like, and some people might not, because I, when I focus more on the inner world, people might get the impression that I'm not telling them how to get what they want. And I'm not focusing and, and telling them what they're, it's like everything I'm telling you will get you what you want. Because everything I'm telling you is designed to help you feel better. And again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, the better you feel, number one, that's all you want anyway, so you can get what you want right away. But then again, the part of you that's concerned about the outside, all of that gets taken care of in the process. How could, how could your life not get better when you're making all of these deep internal transformations? Of course, your life would be better when you're not walking around hating yourself and hating everybody, when you're not walking around with fear and terror and anxiety and depression and anger. And of course, that vibe, that energy, that's going to be a very different point of attraction. Of course, it's going to make your life better. So anyone that thinks that because I don't focus on like, well, do this to get what you want and tools and techniques and these surface level things of just getting what you want, 
thinking that I'm, I'm not telling you how to get what you want. Believe me, I am. Everything I'm doing, everything will get you what you want because, ever, again, everything I'm telling you is meant to make you feel better. But again, I feel like I went off on a, a big tangent there, but it's all kind of related. You know, that's just kind of how I roll. Anyone that listens to this, there's no outline or anything. I just get an idea and I just start talking. But anyway, right? So the main thing is, and again, if our energy and vibe are just fancy words for feelings and our feelings are coming from our thinking, obviously changing our thinking is going to be a very huge part of this whole process is like, cause that's going to determine everything, our beliefs and that filter through which we're viewing ourselves and the world and other people. That's, that's everything that's going to determine everything we do. It's going to determine, you know, the path we take in life. It's going to determine our choices, our habits, all everything how we relate to other people. And when we are willing to deal with our feelings and explore the beliefs, creating them, that's our best opportunity to change our thinking. Cause in that moment we're engaged, we're actually trying to change our thinking. So like, Oh, I'm thinking this way, but I'd rather be thinking this way instead. And intuitively this spirit thought system feels right. It feels like there's something to this. Cause like I always say with this too, you know, faith and trust and a willingness to trust our feelings is really important in this work. Cause that's really all you have to go on. Because if you're being presented with a thought system that's very foreign to you, you're not used to thinking that way. It's interpretation of the world and events and in you. It's like you don't have much evidence of that way of thinking in your own life. Yeah, you're probably not going to right away embrace these ideas bone deep without a, a second thought. There's going to be some like, I don't know about that. Like, I've never seen this to be true. It sounds nice. I'd like it to be true, but I don't really know. So... But that's where that trust and that intuitive, you know, um, I remember Abraham Hicks, right? They call it like the emotional guidance system and other teachings talk about this idea of like, you just have this intuitive sense when you hear certain things and trusting that the things that feel true to you in your heart, that intuitive, like, yeah, like something sounds right. These different spiritual teachings, something clicks here. There's something that makes sense about this. I feel like I already know on some level, I already know this. I already am this whatever the spirit being part of me. Yeah. So I'm going to trust that. That's I'm going to trust that my feelings are an eval, uh, an, an accurate way to evaluate what's true and not true. My emotional responses to the things I hear. And like I said before, ego thought systems, always negative. Those thoughts are always going to feel badly. And again, if we're thinking about this idea that our intuitive feeling is that this way to evaluate these ideas, then, you know, it, it would stand that then ego thought system thoughts are not true because they feel bad and heavy and wrong and icky and just like, ugh, no, I, I just, there's something to this. I know my life experience has, my ego mind would interpret a lot of things to, to justify this, this thinking and I think it's true. But if I think about spiritual teachings that tell me that my energy and my thoughts precede reality, the only thing reason those things happen is because not because inherently they were supposed to happen because that's how it is. Things only happened a certain way because I believed a certain way. And those things just reflected that back to me. Collectively, as a collective humanity as a whole, we have a lot of negative beliefs that have manifested in really ugly, nasty ways. So when I observe poverty and all these different injustices and all these terrible things. And my mind wants to say that just the sheer fact that I'm seeing these things means that those things are true because they're happening. I would spirit would tell me, no, those things are not happening. Inherently people don't have to be poor or victims or, or we don't have to have war and violence and all these things. These things are only true because we are harboring collectively a belief system that manifests these sorts of things. So again, there's this idea of, 
we have to have like when we hear these different teachings and these different interpretations of of the world and and reality in general and world events and events in our own life again there has to be when we have that intuitive sense of like yeah that i feel like that might be true we have to be willing to trust that because all we need is that little willingness and spirit's like okay i can work with you i just need you to be willing to consider this might possibly be true and if you're not willing to do that and that like kind of closes it off and then it's like yeah, I can't help you. I want to help you, but I can't because you're not letting me in. So even a little willingness to consider maybe ego thought system and all these things that I think are true about my life, uh, the world in general, collectively, the collective experiences we have that seem bad. Um, there, there's another way to look at it that maybe things aren't, uh, they don't appear, to, things are not as they appear to be. Things are not what they seem. Spiritual teaching would tell me that. Something feels right about that. So I'm going to, because again, as long as, there are, as there's a willingness, because once you have a willingness and you open that door even a little bit, you'll start manifesting things that, that reflect those, that thinking back to you, that show you that that thinking may in fact be true. And it gets easier then to believe these things because it's not just something you're taking on theory or hearing from a trusted source that you trust their stuff and you like their work and you think, okay, they're saying this, so maybe it's true. And I, I kind of like what they say and I, I trust them or kind of like a desperate, like, well, I really hope that's true because the way I think feels terrible and like kind of a desperate hope that it's, it could be different. It's, it starts to become none of those things. And you start to really embrace these ideas because your own personal experience shows them to be true. And then you're like, and then obviously it gets easier to embrace something when you can point to your own personal experience to say, yeah, I've seen that in my own life. I've seen that personally. That personally was my own experience. That's going to be a very powerful form of evidence. And then, you know, it gets easier. But again, first there has to be the willingness. So, and this, again, in this opportunity is when you, when you're willing to engage with your negative feelings and engage with your mind and, and really be honest about what you're thinking, you get the opportunity to demonstrate that willingness and to be like, yeah, maybe that's true. Right now I'm feeling really badly and ego mind is telling me I'm feeling really badly because of what this person said or did to me. And you want to engage honestly and you want to let yourself feel that. Again, you don't want to shut any of it down. But then spirit mind would come along and be like, yeah, you know what? What I think is spirit, what spirit thinks is nobody is ever responsible for our feelings if someone says or does something to us, how we respond is because they flushed something up that was already within us. We're having an interpretation of the event, of their words, of their actions, where we see that they're at fault. We believe it's their fault, but it's actually not. And again, you in that moment, you get to choose. And you might not feel it fully, and that's okay. It's not about making this an automatic switch, like you're fully embracing this idea. It might be more kind of uh, intellectual at first, seeming like, like just like a, a willingness, but that's all you need is to be like, well, you know what? Thinking that this person's responsible for my feelings feels really badly because I can't take back what this person said or did. This thing has already happened, and I can't do anything about it now. And for my mind to tell me that I'll be like wounded possibly forever from this thing that I, again, I cannot take back or change. That feels really badly. Spirit telling me that it's not what happened. I really want to think about that because 
that feels good to think it's not what happens to me or not what people say to me. Because then no matter what happens and what people do to me or say to me, I can be okay because it's not what actually happened. So I don't have to feel like I'm carrying around all these wounds from all these past experiences that I now can't do anything about and now have cast some kind of black mark on my life because they've happened and can't unhappen. So there's a willingness. We have to... You know, we have to be willing to look at what's happening. It reminds me of something actually I read. I, you know, I study A Course in Miracles. In the last couple of months, I've made a habit of I read a section of it every day in the morning and I read it again before nighttime. It's been really helpful to really have a daily kind of ritual like that. I, I found it helpful because, again, I need building momentum behind that thinking. So when every day I engage with the text, I get a chance to ponder these ideas and get practice thinking that way. And one of the things it talked about today in the section I read was, um, we can't remove the obstacles, basically like the gist of it was we can't, the, we can't remove the obstacles to seeing the true nature of reality unless we actually look at the obstacles. We can't deny them. So this is kind of like what I'm talking about here. Um, it's hard to change our thinking if we're not looking at what's the barriers to changing that thinking. If we're not looking at what we're thinking now and being honest about what we're thinking now and, and copying to our thought system now, because if we just deny it and pretend it's not there, try to shut it down. Again, when we shut down the feelings, when we shut down the exploration of the beliefs causing the feelings, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to 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 think about what would spirit say about this we don't give ourselves the practice thinking those thoughts and if we don't give ourselves practice thinking those thoughts if we're never really trying to engage our mind and engage in that way of thinking it'll be it's it, it won't be we won't be able to think that way because we're not ever thinking that way <laughs> we're not giving ourselves the opportunity to do it and like i said feeling our feelings is and engaging with our feelings and engaging with the thinking what's in our mind that's making us feel the feelings it's our best opportunity to to change that thinking because in that moment we get to choose because we realize we're thinking one way and we get to decide if we want to try to think the other way instead. It's like my ego filter is telling me that is interpreting this this way. But spirit, if I were to look at this through spirit filter, spirit would say something completely different about what's happening now. And if my thoughts are creating my feelings, those thoughts create a lot of good feelings because they make me feel better. They make me feel less fearful and anxious and angry and scared. They make me feel like I can forgive. They make me feel like I can let go of these different grievances. They make me feel like I can overcome uh, self-sabotaging behaviors I have. They make me feel like I can actually change and be different. They make me feel like I can change my life and things can get better. They make me feel empowered. They make me feel like less of a victim. Yeah, I'd rather, again, I... We had to pick. It seemed like a no-brainer. Like, yeah, I'd rather think with that mind. I'd rather think with that thought system. That thought system feels a hell of a lot better. But we need to give ourselves the opportunity to choose that thought system and practice thinking in that way. And again, when we're willing to engage with what's happening in our mind, we give ourselves that opportunity. So yeah, that's about it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.